Welcome back to Knowledge Resources Speaker Feature. Today, we're sitting down with Barry Forster to take a look at the new agenda of HR, a topic he will be addressing at the HR Summit this September. Barry, thank you so much for joining me. Amy, lovely to be with you. Barry, just to kick us off, could you give us a brief overview of your position in your career thus far and what you'll be speaking about at the upcoming conference? I mean, I've said many times, I'm very lucky to have played with many toys in the HR sandpit. And so I play with everything from strategic workforce planning to analytics uh, to a large degree learning, which is where, where I come from. Um, but also, most importantly, always with uh, a form and at the intersection of technology. So always with a little bit of HR technology thrown into it. And I think that's really been my background. I come from a um, studied and had my first job in linguistics and since then have been working within the learning and HR fraternity. What are you going to be speaking about at the conference? I know it's the HR new agenda, but could you give us just an overview of what we can look forward to? With, within the HR agenda, I'm really going to talk about what it is that HR professionals have to do to prepare themselves for probably a little bit of a disruptive future or a future that you couldn't have prepared for, even if you tried to. Um, and, and, and what it needs, what it will look like, what we can do. Um, and I think they're the kind of nice logical steps to it. But it's, it's important to see what that canvas will probably look like and then think through what we need to do to get there. And it's interesting that you in tech so much and all your sort of fields and, and all your toys have intersected in tech because that's really where a lot of the change is happening. It's really the forefront of the organization at the moment. What has been the largest changes in terms of tech and HR that you've seen recently? So I think the largest is is the finally Finally, the use of data within in the HR field, but I would say not, not only the use, but the productive use of data within HR. And that's opened doors to, I think, small things. I think we passed reporting. Um, we're thinking about what this looks like in dashboards. And because we're thinking of those things, we're finally getting to a point where we are triangulating various pieces of data and why are we doing that? We're looking at data that we get from Microsoft Insights combined with engagement um, surveys combined with um, other types of analytics. And what we get from that is a focus on making the things we provide as HR professionals better for the people that work within our organizations and we increase the experience. And I think there's a little bit of a circular flow as we get data from the applications and from the people, we, we collect them, we um, analyze them, we diagnose some of those things, and then we feed that back into what the experience needs to look like for the people in our organization. And I think we are also getting past the point where we have HR systems for HR. I think we're now finally getting past it where we're going to have HR systems for the people who work in organizations and whether that's performance management or a learning management system. A lot of great points there, Barry, especially about the integration of HR into the rest of the organization. I think that's a, 
a big topic now becoming a HR business partner and really partnering into that strategy. But you also mentioned data literacy as being a big part of this new world of HR. Are there any other skills that you've seen come to the fore that you think HR leaders, besides data literacy, now need to start implementing? I think we, 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 we often talk about HR business partnering, but the important part of that, um, of that sentence or that term is business partnering. And so serious in-depth business skills and understanding what a business requires and what the interfaces between what some of those hard business metrics and drivers are and how that, that relates to people. I think that's one. I think data literacy is important, but the insights derived from data is even more important. And hence, it's good to have people who are able to see what the business wants, looks at the data, and is able to interpret that in ways that make sense to the business. Also think that HR professionals, will have to be the custodians of many things, not the leaders necessarily, but the custodians of culture, the custodians of behavior, the custodians of uh, diversity and inclusion within an in, in organization. And sometimes I think um, HR professionals should almost play the role that unions played before. I was party to a discussion recently where somebody described their HR leader as the person who stood up for the people in the organization and not the management. I think that's going to come to the fore. I very strongly believe that HR, the training of HR professionals and HR professionals as such need a lot more knowledge um, of an ability to work with technology. I think it's we're now at a place where the working with technology is, is inex inescapable for organizations and for individuals. And so I think we need to be very attentive to what that means. And th th these words, I think, fly around. So we talk about digitalization or digitization. Um, HR professionals need to be at the forefront of that. Luckily, and this is luck in, 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 a, in a very um, specific kind of, luckily for us, there's been COVID. And so some of these things have been accelerated to the point where HR professionals are now at the forefront. And we are at the forefront of thinking about workplaces and spaces, for instance, in the way that there's a confluence and a, a, a way that digital and physical words are coming together. And, and HR professionals and HR people are thinking through those problems, and in many cases, leading within organizations. And these are all changes that we've really seen recently. But I'd like to ask you as well, what are changes that you hope to see or perhaps would like to see in the future of HR? So I'd really like to see that we start helping organization get past some of these, these urban myths, things like the, the principle of learning 70, 20, 10, or the way that we still do cascading performance management in 2022, in the way that we, we're struggling to, to think and, and work through what it means to be in hybrid working. I also think that when we start doing things like reporting, um, so everybody's talks about ESG, but if we do start doing ESG for what it could mean for our businesses, I think that would make a change. So it's those types of things. And then I think HR people should be the people that drive some of the innovation within the organization. Great, thanks Barry. Just as a closing point, what do you hope our attendees walk away with from your presentation? What are some skills that you hope they'll be able to apply the next day? 
I hope from talking through some of the things I want to show them, they can see what, what, is, what we think will be happening to HR, what the influence of technologies like AI will be on HR in terms of helping us predict and work with HR. So those types of things, and what can we do practically to start building muscle so that we are able to, to take on some of these new things that we'll have to do with in, in, in the short to medium term. Amazing. Well, to gain those insights and to build those muscles, please join us at the HR Summit in September. For those interested, you're more than welcome to sign up in the description. There's a link there. And Barry, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, Amy. Lovely to be with you.